0: The Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab, number 15, for the week of September 12th, 2005. Greetings, everyone. Just a quick little note from Dave here. We had a weird delay as we were recording the show, and I couldn't figure it out. I I just attributed it to Skype issues and all of that good stuff. In realizing it, or listening back, rather, I realized, of course, it had nothing to do with Skype. I'm the idiot that didn't hit the right series of buttons in Audio Hijack Pro, so my audio was delayed slightly and that's why you'll hear John and I stepping over each other from time to time. Our apologies, uh, but somebody's got to make this easier. Mac developers? Anyone? Uh- <laughs> Greetings, folks, and welcome. I'm Dave Hamilton with the Mac Observer. I'm here with John Braun, as always, on of the Sunday, Mac Observer. Of the Mac Observer, that's right. And it's Sunday night. We are back to our normal uh, our normal schedule here. So, uh, and we are here to talk about all things. Well, I don't know all things Mac, all things geeky, all things geeky. That's what we are. Yeah. We are Mac geeks. John and I. J- for, for those of you that that uh, that didn't tune in. In the very beginning, um, and I use Tune loosely, of course, and I know John will yell at me about that later, but uh, but that's just the way it goes. Uh, John and I have known each other forever, um, what, let's say 20 years, and, and we've just always been yes. geeks together. And uh, so being that we're Mac geeks and being that we're here at, at, at the Mac Observer and uh, – and all of that we, we wanted to apply our skills, and of course i 'm an audio geek too i 'm a musician, and all that stuff, so it just made perfect sense for us to do this little uh, this little shindig, as it were, in any event we come to you following up from last week, and we 've got lots of stuff to follow up on. But first of all, I wanted to uh, remind everyone to take a couple of minutes and take a couple of bucks and go at, to redcross.org if you haven't already. And even if you have already and you found you got a couple extra bucks, go out, give some money to the folks that, uh, at the Red Cross that are helping out the, uh, the everyone down in, uh, in New Orleans and, and all of Louisiana and Mississippi. Helping out with the Katrina relief, so please do that for us. We're, we're, we've mentioned that uh, the past two weeks in lieu of having a sponsor for the show, and uh, and we're happy to do that. So,
1: yeah, and hit f- up your employer. A lot of employers will do matching or yeah. probably have something in place. Uh, so, uh, yeah, please help out.
0: It's uh, you, you donated, right,
1: John? Oh, yeah, through the, uh, through the music store. Work for me.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay, I just went straight to redcross.org. But you can do either, see? You can, you can go to the iTunes music store. You can go to redcross.org. I think you can even do it through PayPal, uh, from what I've been told. So, Excellent. Well, last week we talked about file sharing and a couple of different ways to share files across the Internet.
1: Because I like it when you share.
0: I know you like it when I share. <laughs> And we're going to share some more ideas about how to do that. Um, la- last week, we, we talked about FTP and, and uh, personal file sharing. There, and, and, and we briefly touched on personal web sharing. There are a couple of other th- ways to, to get this done. And, uh, and John, do you want to start with, uh, with, with yet another way or, or shall I uh, grab the bull by um, the horns? I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to dive in here. D- uh, dive in dive away. Um. So we we got a one suggestion here a service which seems to to uh, specialize in this from uh Bob and uh someone else here Daniel um yousendit I guess it's yousendit.com yousendit.com yep. I actually haven't gone there but I'm just mentioning the uh I should um but at least two folks mentioned that this is a great service for uh sending large files so someone's uh you know uh come out of the internet somewhere and uh knew that people would have a need for this because there is uh you know as we showed last week it's not always that straightforward on how to do this um so that's one way to do it another i
0: I have used you send it i'll I'll jump in here quick and say that uh it works great i i was the recipient of a file transfer the first time i ever heard of it and uh, somebody sent me a link in email of course the only drawback to you send it it's it's got a drawback and, and and the same thing is is actually its benefit the drawback is that the person sending the file needs to upload it in its entirety to usendit.com, and I think they've got a, a limit of a gigabyte, so it's a fairly fairly sizable file you can send. Uh-huh. They have to be completely finished uploading it, of course, before you can start downloading it, and that in and of itself is you know, adds some time delay. They're not sending it directly to you. Of course, the benefit is multiple people can download it from usendit.com, so – it, depending on what your uh, what your goals are that that can work very well and because it's web based it traverses firewalls really really well, so there's little or no configuration to do. You simply go to the website yeah. and boom so
1: and uh, firewalls are a problem with a few other yes. things people suggested actually one was also suggested by a number of uh listeners and another is one that um that I know about also the one another one the listener suggested and Dave and I have tried this actually on occasion um is to use your favorite instant messaging client um, Yep, Skype. Though I haven't tried it, and uh, iChat with I've, which I've tried. You and I have actually tried it on a number of occasions, and uh, yeah, depending on the you know a lot of times the ports that they want to use, um, it, I haven't had it always succeed when I've tried to do that using a instant message. No, it file doesn't to always work. A file. And I think a lot of times, yeah, no, so you got to know the right port or the right hole to put in good. there. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're wide open, but uh, you know, it's an option. And then another one, where you started mentioning, and what prompted me to to think about this was when you were talking about, you have to upload the entirety before you can download, and you probably know what I'm going to say here, which is our pal, BitTorrent. Um, BitTorrent is a little different. Now, this is something, uh, this also goes against a lot of firewalls, the BitTorrent and the ports that, that it likes to use. But if you can, the really neat thing about BitTorrent is it gets better as you have more people wanting to distribute a file, and uh, it also doesn 't do it from its necessarily do it in its entirety it 's kind of a distributed uh, right. file system, so the more people out there that have pieces of it, the, the better for you so that's uh, that 's kind of a neat thing about BitTorrent yeah um, bit-
0: BitTorrent it not necessarily the right thing if you want to send a file from person one to person two, but if person one yeah. has a file that lots of people want, i.e., a podcast, right? There, there are folks out there, and unfortunately, iTunes does not support BitTorrent, but but I think iPodder does, and it's a great way to get podcasts out without costing yourself a fortune in bandwidth, like uh, like we do here. So, <laughs> um, it's a one, it's a one to many, but but really. Once the, the first person has uploaded the full file to someone else, it's now a many-to-many thing. And and the coolest part about BitTorrent that I always like, just to get a little geeky here, is that when if, if you've got a file that's fairly well distributed and you just kind of join in on the torrent, the uh – when you start downloading it, you may not be starting at the beginning. In fact, you probably aren't starting at the beginning. You're starting somewhere in the middle. And very shortly after you start downloading, you'll actually start uploading long before you've finished the, getting the file, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean the concept is great, and it actually works very, very well. So,
1: Yeah, I've seen that. It actually it makes you feel yeah, good when you start seeing your end contributing mm-hmm. So you start, you know, that's taking, right. but you're also giving, and yeah, for large files, rather than one server getting dogpiled and probably you know rolling over, um, because everybody's trying right. to go to this one server, this of course distributes it. But yeah, you got to set up a .torrent file, but it's a it's a very worthwhile uh, uh, project and uh, technology, which can be used for good as well as evil. That's all we'll say. Uh, I'll say naturally, that. <laughs> and that's all we'll say.
0: Now there, there, we we touched on personal web sharing last week, but we didn't really talk it through. There, there's not a, a whole lot to talk through, but but there's a couple things to mention about personal web sharing. The first is that you simply need to turn it on, and by but to do that, you go into your uh, system preferences, go to sharing, and click on uh, personal web sharing. That will activate. Uh, uh, believe it or not, it activates an Apache web server running on your Mac, which is you know industry standard. Apache, yeah, that's very grade. popular. It's quite popular, and once you've turned it on, then you've got a folder in your home directory called sites, uh, and in sites, the, the contents of that folder are what will appear. So if you want something to, to simply uh, – if you want to make a file accessible for people on your web server, just drag it in there. You'd have to give them the file name, and of course, you'd need to give them your IP address. Now, in order for someone to be able to get to your web server, if your Mac is connected directly to the Internet, no problem at all. You, you, they'll, they'll go to your IP address, which we talked about last week. You can get with whatismyip.com or something like that, and up you go. However, most of us, especially anyone, on, most people on broadband, will have a uh, router in place, and the router will need to be configured to accept connections and pass connections, incoming connections on the web server port to your Mac and that port is port 80 and again we'll refer you to portforward.com for instructions on how to configure your specific router to
1: allow port 80 to point to your Mac Works quite well though If you're on a secure site, I believe that's 443, right? That's Yeah, but the by default, the Mac's not going to fire up a secure web server. Right. So, yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just curious. I no. think you can do it, but uh, I haven't tried it. As well as I was thinking like CGI's and stuff, I mean this looks – I'm looking at the sites folder now, and it's obviously set up for just regular web pages and images. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, I'll have to yep. do some research into some utilities that you manage the other stuff because I would imagine you can do CGI and the other uh, fun stuff you can do with Apache as well.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think it's – it's, I don't think it's fully configured out of the gate, but it, it's actually very close from what I understand. I've never, I've never headed yep. down that path, but but it's all there. Yeah, it's all there. So uh, that actually does that wrap up all of our options. Well, of course it never. There's, we, we're too smart to say it wraps up all of our options. Uh, there, there is one more. If you turn on the remote login uh, option in your sharing preference pane. It Mm -hmm. it allows you to to use a protocol called SSH, and again, this would require port 22 being uh, forwarded to your Mac. What SSH is is it allows you to essentially get a terminal connection from a remote Mac to your Mac over a relatively secure channel. I'm not going to just say secure because I know that uh, our friends out there will yell at me, and I'm not going to tell you how it works because they'll yell at me about that too. But – uh, uh, but the the ssh connection can be very handy and you can actually send a file with a terminal based command called scp which is secure copy which allows you to send files back and forth across ssh and if you've got an ssh uh, if you have turned this on and you've got your port your firewall forwarded you you uh, issue a command line command, whereas normally if you issued a copy on the command line, it would be CP, space, source file, space, destination file. The same thing holds true for secure copy, except you need to tell it which computer the source or destination file is and, and your username at that computer. So it would be SCP, space, let's say you were copying a file from your local computer to the remote computer. It would be SCP, space, file name on your computer, space, username, the at sign, remote computer, colon, and the file name that you want it to appear over there. Works very, very well. Easy way to get files back and forth. And if you've already got the SSH hole poked through your router and firewall, can, uh can, can do it all for you right there. So,
1: Excellent. Now, have you, you, have have you heard that, of something? Um, well, There's something called FUBU. Have you tried that? I believe it's a front I, I've, end. I've for never a... heard that word before in my life. Fubu. Fubu is actually the uh, part of a, uh, you know, the pufferfish. The, you know, they're poisonous and stuff. That's actually the edible portion of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Believe it or not, but there's the uh, utility. How do you spell there. this I,
0: so, that, so that people if, know?
1: Uh, I think it's f u b u. But uh, I'm trying to find the utility. But it's an open source thing, and I do believe it manages um, uh, SSH or secure copy sessions. I think it's SSH. Ah. Yeah. I'll yeah, well, it, well. yeah.
0: I, I believe they're one of the same. Okay. Cool. Well, then no. I, I will take this opportunity to talk about uh, one other thing. We've talked about all these these solutions that require you knowing your IP address or your remote IP address. And, that, and that's all fine and good. If you're sitting at your Mac, you can go to whatismyip.com, find it out, and then give it to the person that's trying to get to you. Yes, that's a pain, but it's doable. However, if you're not sitting at your Mac, if you're the one that's trying to access your Mac from remote, it can be very tricky because if you don't know the IP address – or If it has changed since you were last at your Mac, and of course you have no way of knowing this, you're in trouble. Enter the world of dynamic DNS providers. What these folks do is run a DNS service, and you sign up with them. You install a little client on your Mac or in your router, and I'll talk a little bit about that, where your Mac goes, and once it gets its IP, it actually goes out to this service and reports it. And then you get a name like you know MacGeekGab.com. Uh, uh, dnsalias.com that's one of them or dyndns.org that's another and that automatically maps to whatever the last known IP for you was and of course if your Mac is running this client or this uh, yeah it's like a little client that, that attaches then you're good to go anyone can get to you and it's updated most of them are updated every 60 seconds so it's, uh, it's a great way to make your Mac accessible Take that one step further. If you're a Linksys router owner and user, you can actually do this from within your router. If you go, um, I'm going to have to look here, but if you look for uh, dynamic DNS, is what it's called in general. I believe that they support uh, they support DynDNS.org and and perhaps one other, but uh, works very very well. Have you have you ever tried that stuff, John?
1: Uh, let's see, DDNS John. service. Yes, I'm with you. All right. Yeah, I see uh dot tzo.com. Yeah, a few in here at least in the firmware that I have. Yeah. Uh no, I haven't yeah. tried them though. I have heard of it.
0: Works very well. So, DDNS or 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 dynamic DNS and then yeah, you know, there's a couple of them available in in uh, the various routers. So.
1: Cool. Um actually one Exciting correction. Stuff. Yes, the uh the the thing Fugu, I'm sorry, is the uh Utility uh, I was talking about. It manages uh, secure FTP, secure copy, and SSH. How do, how do we spell that? Uh, F-U-G, as in great, U. And we'll uh, provide a link to that. But that's a uh, a client that lets you manage that stuff rather than dealing with the horrors of the command line. Cool. Now there's, Graphical uh, front
0: end to the command line. There it is, yeah.
1: So... Yes. Um, there's some other uh, other remote things you can do here. I think we were going to uh, kind of mosey into, were we not?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You you had mentioned uh, wanting to discuss Apple Remote Desktop. Yes, and do you Apple still want to discuss desktop. Apple Remote Desktop? Uh,
1: no. uh, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> it's actually really very similar to something I've done in the Windows world. Um, yeah, Apple yeah. Remote Desktop. So I was looking at this, and a pair. I've even seen some software update. Updates for this, and I'm like, you know, is this something that's free or not free? And uh, apparently, it's it's kind of weird the way it's implemented. Is what's in here, I guess, works. Is uh, Apple Remote Desktop is a whole full full blown uh you know remote management suite. It's not just you know doing screen mirroring, which is really what 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 I was just looking to do. I I haven't actually used the uh, full Remote Desktop product, but I just heard. Um, that the remote de- oh, desktop it's, it's was awesome. VNC compatible. Yeah, I haven't tried any of the features. I just wanted to go from one machine to the other, and apparently you right, can do right, that because right. it uses the, at least the remote ax, uh, remote uh, you know control protocol is the same one used by VNC, which is a you know a thing that's been around for ages. Um, v- yeah, VNC so is an open open
0: source screen sharing solution for those of you following along at home. So,
1: <laughs> and um, yeah, and I found one. Uh, that would let me connect, and it uh, you know, with the bandwidth, and uh, it's called Chicken of the VNC. I don't know why it's called. Yep, Chicken of the VNC. But well, because because it's
0: Chicken of the Sea, right? It's a it's ah. a, it's, it's, it's a funny. They made a funny. See?
1: Ah, they made a funny. Okay, that's a good one. Chicken yeah. of the VNC. Yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 what and the the way you use it is you just go into your sharing control panel on the computer that you want to connect to. Uh, on the destination computer, and you just turn on uh, Apple Remote Desktop. Then you run chicken of the VNC, and you can uh, connect to your other machine with it and, and use the mouse. It, you, 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 not essentially, you do. You take over the screen of, of the remote computer. Now, if you've shelled out the whatever it is, 200 or 250 bucks for the Apple Remote Desktop client, you can actually control or view four—I think it's four computers at once, and it may be more. I've done it with four, but you, you may be able to do more and have actually four desktops up on your screen at once, all kind of shrunk down. But it's very cool to uh, to sit and monitor to uh, you know if you want to watch what your employees or the rest of the people in your house or are doing. students, and, I think, uh, right? Great for teachers. Oh, there's that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's right.
1: That's, that's Wait, that would have sucked if they had that when I was going to school. Oh.
0: Yeah, well, things things are a lot different now, John. You know, we, we'd have had to run, we'd have had to run our lives a little differently if uh, if we went to school now.
1: But also back then, when we did anything <laughs> you know, with it, the computer, the teacher had absolutely no idea what we were doing. Right, that's why
0: we'd have to do things differently now. Yeah, it was good back then. We we knew mm-hmm. more than we knew, you know, infinitely more than the teacher. Whereas now that that's not necessarily going to be the case because people like you and me are the teachers. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, but, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's how life goes, right? But the yeah. teachers wouldn't know anything about podcasting, or would they? Some do, I think. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. So, so speaking of podcasting, this week I was uh, – on Friday, actually, I flew down to New York for the day and, uh, and spoke at the Bulldog University – or Bulldog, uh, Bulldog Reporter PR University uh, seminar on podcasting. And and one of the best parts about it was there was somebody there with a nano, and uh, have a you a seen nano? one of these things yet? A nano,
1: nano. Not, no, I've, I've seen the commercial. Nano? I watched the event. Um, yes, yes, yeah. I heard about it. It's these things are sexy, man. Thin. It looks about as small as you it's can get thin. and still be something that is usable. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. It really is something else. I mean now I know why Walt Mossberg drooled over this thing. It's so awesome. So the wheel, they, I can imagine really the wheel. Did a nice job
1: with it. How does yep. – you got to touch one on all that.
0: I did. Yeah, I did. So it's usable it's great. the wheel looks it, very it, small. Totally. Well, it, it's it, – of course it's wider than a shuffle, Right. And uh-huh. and so it's fine. It 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 fits into your hand. It's you know it. If you're used to controlling a wristwatch, this is even easier, right? I mean, it's just it it works just fine, and it's it's thin, and it's it it the weight is right, and it's just the, the one that uh, that was there was a, a black one, and uh, it's just so sexy. It's great. Yeah, did, you know, I don't a know about job on this. getting
1: rid of because um, I know a lot of people um, like the colors. Now we got white yeah. and black it seems apple's like swinging back into like a minimalist uh mindset here yeah that's the I mean, thing you know you go back that's i mean new- i mean they got to to one side i mean especially with uh oh where were they what were those imacs oh flower power and dalmatian i mean oh, remember yeah. that i mean oh, that's the other end of the yeah, spectrum absolutely. now they're like okay no color either just all colors or that's absence right. of color well. so
0: we, we went with white because white was the new black at the time, and now black is the new white the new again, white, right? Isn't that how, isn't that how it works? <laughs> or you could just go with gray and just – yeah. We'll just Yeah, that's right. Let's just mix it all together, and we'll go, we'll go with a murky gray, and we'll just stick with that ad infinitum.
1: Yeah, so I've noticed the trend with the listeners. They, uh, they like to listen to us when they're on the train. I don't know what to make of that
0: got a yeah we got a lot of you
1: listening on the train or walking on the train uh, tracks which that concerns me so you know be careful Oh no, that's bad
0: that... that's that's a bad <laughs> yeah there was somebody that said that they did that Do you think they really meant that I hope not and I think they did I... So hey you want to you want to run through this uh, this piece of listener feedback that we got uh I don't know about 20 minutes ago Oh list Oh yeah
1: uh, absolutely Oh, yeah the listeners okay. we're all about the all listeners. Right, let me see if I can find
0: it we are always so. This is uh, this is from someone uh, from uh, from South America. He'll introduce himself, but uh, he made it clear that English was not his first language. That said, uh, he I think he did just fine. So here we. Uh, here we go. Hi, John
2: Deb. My name is Greetings. Alvaro usua i I'm from Santiago, Chile. Yes, South America. Here we listen to your there podcast. I simply love your show. I download every episode Every time it's released I discovered you guys When iTunes 4.9 Was introduced With the podcast support Oh, you're the one I actually have a question For you And it's related To activity monitor I have an yep. iMac G4 1 gigahertz And I also have Okay HP uh, PSC That's printer Scanner And copier Yep 1210 and every uh, time I so turn off, I use and then I turn off the printer, the computer processor activity is almost 100%. Uh, percent. Yeah. So, uh, that's HP for you. Even though the printer Ooh. is turned off. And Yeah, that's why actually. This put my whole system slow. So, the only way I can fix this is by killing the process from Activity Manager. I know this should not be the best way to handle this so I would like to ask you if you have any thoughts. If you could help me with I do this, have some would thoughts. be really awesome. I got a thought. You got it. Well, I have
1: yeah. <laughs> what, what's your what's your thought John? My thought is what are you doing that for? Uh, Alvar? Uh. <laughs> what why is, why is, he, Every time why is I he stick the fork in my eye. It hurts. Why is he turning it off? Uh, if it causes him such grief, but there may be reasons that I don't I understand. Have, so, all well, no, no, I'm not sure
0: why he's turning. I'm not sure why he's turning it off. However, I have a, a PSC 950 with uh, that's connected to my PowerBook, and so there are times when I simply unplug it from my PowerBook, and for years struggled with this same problem and you have to go kill the HP communications agent and then restart it from the command line or reboot the machine in order to uh, get things to work again. So it sounds like it
1: however, expects something to always be there.
0: Yeah, and it makes that assumption. And, of course, we all know yeah. what happens when we assume. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, HP is the only one playing the uh, that, that card right now. Um, however, they did fix it. Uh, the latest version of the software, at least the latest version that that i 've run here and and have run with with clients with the same with the same uh, printer, fixes that problem when it so go to go to hp 's website update to the latest version of the the printer driver and that 's typically that 's a good idea anyway um, yeah and that that should that should that should take care of it for you so yes, poor design initially but but uh, they have fixed it, and I believe they even they fixed it probably as as long as a year ago if not if not more. So that should uh, that should
1: straighten it out for you.
0: So.
1: Yeah, and I know we got another. Uh, Any... do, do we have do we have time for what? Oh, it, it, it's another uh, listener. Co- uh, it, was, it, was, it was a mail from a listener. Oh, okay. Which uh, which? If you've got it in front of you, go. Yeah, right here. It was, uh, it was from uh, Israel uh, Oliva. Uh, now this is just, um, I guess, I am going to say an internet. Um, Lesson in general, uh, along the lines of when you get something in email. That, that, that basically, he was concerned. Um, he, I'm assuming, um, because there were reports that pure the uh, pure FTP client that we did talk about for FTP, that there was a, a individual in the comments on Version Tracker that reported that shortly after installing this program, they noticed the hacking hacking attempt from the same uh, domain that that program right. Was, well, they, uh, yeah, they noticed registered in.
0: That it, it phoned it phoned home right originally yeah, when they did probably they for a version it, check it I would guess, home. yep uh, that would be my guess
1: yeah which uh, I'm okay with programs uh, doing that as long as they ask sure. and then I have little snitch says is that okay and uh, um, but anyways and then he noticed you know later that uh, people were attempting to get in from the same domain now, as it turns out. It's a very large ISP in France, so it just was a coincidence that a couple hours later – and the other thing is that if you're going to put uh, a service like FTP open, um, uh, especially on a broadband network, you can be almost guaranteed that someone's going to come along and Absolutely. try to get in. Um, don't assume that Absolutely. people are just going to come along if they're invited.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I'd actually, right, in the people, past, people
0: are always looking –
1: yeah, I had actually in the past Always set looking. up uh, what they call a uh, honeypot. You ever hear of this? What's that? Oh, a honeypot. No. Well it's when you when you set up your computer to um, basically you put an attractive target out there. Now the other thing you could do, this is what I would do, is open up certain ports coming through my uh, my router. But they would not be going to any services yep. that were actually running on the machine. And then I'd have the firewall come up and say, hey, someone's trying to get into this port or that port where I knew there was nothing running. Yeah. The sole purpose of my doing yep. that was to watch people who were trying to access things that they thought existed on my machine. Uh-huh. And usually what I do is return the favor by trying to scan them back, and then they usually went away. <laughs> <laughs> but it gave me an idea of what they were running. Um, uh, sure. Nmap was the utility I used for that, a command line thing. It's a pretty nice... Uh, uh, profiling mapping utility.
2: Um. Yeah.
0: Do Do you have any any uh, graphical utilities on OS 10 that you would use to monitor uh, incoming connections? We keep referring to making sure that your your firewall is is in place and all that stuff. But suppose you do want to see what what these nefarious folks are are looking to find on your on your Mac. Have you found any? And this is this is unscripted, folks. So I, I'm 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 uh, and I don't have an answer here. So I'm hoping that John does. Um, Do you use any graphical utilities that make it easier uh, than dealing with the command line?
1: Yeah, unscripted. Um, um, no. The only thing is that you can, and All I right. think there's a well, fairly if, recent Well, if you folks edition, out
0: there,
1: yeah, uh, you can enable firewall logging in the OS 10 firewall, and that does actually log mm-hmm. to a file. Um, mm-hmm. I hadn't looked in that area in a while, and I noticed it. So I don't know if that's new with Tiger or Ten Three or. Uh,
0: I think it's was pan- I think it's. I think it was Ten Three. I think it's Panther. Think it was Panther. Yeah. Well, if any of you out there have found good graphical utilities, uh, you know, and by graphical I mean. Things that we can recommend on the show that don't require folks to to necessarily go to the command line, but something that you can run that'll that'll kind of show you what's happening as far as incoming unauthorized incoming connections or at least unrequested incoming connections on your Mac. That would be uh, that would be great. It'd be yeah. good to talk about and uh, an excuse for reader feedback. So
1: yeah, I used to use a uh, reader listener reader. Uh, they, they do both. Um, Listener, I keep
0: saying reader. They do read. I'm, I, I, well, I mean, I, well, I, I, that would I, be
1: my I, assumption.
0: But there's, there's, there's no guarantees. That's right. There's okay, no guarantees. That but my, so my feeling is if they found listeners. if they found the show if they found the show they can read quite well. So that's right. <laughs> well, if somebody else found it for them, who knows?
1: All they need to do is
0: listen. We, we could have some. Po- podcasting is great for the for the visually impaired and uh, and of course reading is not impossible if you're visually impaired but certainly uh, more of a challenge than it is for the rest of us. So
1: and and I hear we're getting uh, a growing audience in the animal market. Um, John, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, <wow>. wrong show. <laughs> yeah, that's a
0: wrong show. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that. That that is. That is most definitely our cue to, uh, to head out here. Oh, I did want to bring up one last uh, thing. Yes. I, I, yeah, we, we were supposed to exit stage lift. I, I, I wanted to, to wrap this up because I've had people emailing me asking me, so what did you choose? And, of course, what they're referring to is – weeks ago, I started talking about my quest to find a way to get email portable and started playing with all sorts of different devices. As you know, I I was using the Siemens SX66 for for a couple of weeks there. I actually used it on my trip back and forth to Austin, and that's a pocket PC-based phone. I was syncing it using uh, Pocket Mac, and I actually decided – to to walk away from the Pocket PC, the, the one reason that I, I went with that over anything else was, of course, that it had Wi-Fi built into it. Well, I found that for what I'm using it for, Wi-Fi was useless to me. I, I just wound up checking my email over the cell phone network. So what, uh, what, I, what I, as soon as I got over the Wi-Fi hump, uh, I went quickly and checked out the TRIO. The 650 specifically. And man, this thing's great. I love it. I'm, I'm using the singular version. I actually checked out both the Verizon and singular version. And uh, using the singular version with a, a piece of software called Chatter Email that uh, is way better than the email client built into it. And it works great. It, it's awesome. It's small. It fits in my pocket. Got a nice little case for it. And uh, I'm sold. So just wanted to wrap that little conversation up.
1: So Excellent. If any of you uh, have
0: foot- Trio 650s out there. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, quick follow-on on that. Uh, we actually have Patrick right into us, and uh, related to phones here. Mm-hmm. But this is something that I can relate to. Apparently, it was a question about the Razer and uh, Bluetooth file transfer ah, with the yes. Mac. Uh,
0: yeah, I was going to experiment with that this week. Yeah,
1: so. I got a problem with my Motorola V seven ten and Bluetooth yeah, file transfer. Yeah, but that's because that's a Verizon that they phone. That's... Crippled it.
0: Right. Is that my but understanding? I don't, I don't is think that,
1: that it can do it, but they've tweet this so I don't think can't. singular crippled it. Yeah, yeah so I, I think, think in this case the, the, the question was now. about the razor. If you can't do the bluetooth file transfer it's because the, someone has uh, you know, disabled that functionality, which is very annoying.
0: Hang on, that I that's the trio ringing in the background, John. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry about that, folks. There, speak of the little devil. I was wondering what
1: that was.
0: <laughs> well, you know, some, some new theme, theme music I just or something. Deal with it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's the outro music, John. <laughs> yeah, what the heck was that? Oh, it's just another voicemail. Surprised? Maybe we did hear the phone ring. I didn't hear the phone ring in the background. So could be. Um, yeah, I, I don't believe that's the case. I, I know that's a that's a Verizon trick that they 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 go and just, they do that. But of course, the the rocker or the razor rather is a um, is a singular phone. And, yeah, yeah, and I actually got one for my wife recently. So. I was going to play around with the Bluetooth file transfer on it and see if I couldn't get uh, mm. get an answer for our friend out there. So the, uh, if we the find rocker. an answer, we'll tell you. The, the rocker. rocker, and I believe Motorola is sending us sending us a rocker to uh, to check out for next week's show. So hopefully, we'll have more to report on that as well. Rocker. and I believe with that, that's that's it, right? You know, okay. That's what we do press the big uh, Audio comments, reader feedback to no. MacGeekGab at MacObserver.com. You can get the show notes at MacGeekGab.com or okay. MacObserver.com slash podcast. Visit iPodObserver.com.
2: Yeah. Which Thank you the for the listening, press. folks. We appreciate it. Stay subscribed. Yes.
0: Yeah, stop dancing, John. <laughs> the clown suit. Not the clown suit.